Since we're practicing or inclined towards practicing in line with the teachings of the Buddha, I want to suggest we uh, return uh, to the kind of awareness that we've been. Uh, the standard form of awareness of a forest dweller. Mm. Don't don't read things. And normally, because we're all literary people, so we've learned to read. And reading means you focus on a tiny little point. You get that. You move to the next. You move to the next. You move to the next. You move. That's where you build up a picture from. This point, that point, this point, that point, this point, that point, and that's what you call meaning. This point, that point, this point, that point, this point, next point. And if it's confused, give me more, more points. Answer more points. So you get very busy gathering points to establish a meaning, field of meaning. If you're not in a literary mode, you just go to the overall. Yeah. So, to give you a concrete example, is to imagine you're, say, walking at night time in a forest, as many of these people would have been, or in fact, in a, even in the daytime in a forest. Uh, you don't, you don't attend to anything. You unattend. Well, we have to unattend to detail, to points. So, defocus, dislodge attention f- from any particular point, thought, project, idea, mission to meditate. Yeah. Just defocus and be attentive, be alert the overall sense of being here. If we're walking in a forest, we have to sustain that, particularly if it's dark, as forests often are. It's global. Everything is listening. Listening through the skin, listening through the ears, listening with your body, your eyes are either open or soft they're not pointing on any particular thing because in a forest any object of attention might come from anywhere from behind, from underneath it might be a sound, it might be a sight it might be an odour that tells you something so you don't focus on anything you stay open, receptive, and very alert mm. without anything in particular being your object. And certainly you're not in a hurry to get anywhere. That will completely mess it up. You'll become blind and stumble. You're in no, no forward mode, not even in the mind, particularly in the mind, the idea of progress or moving forward in the mind will very much hamper this kind of awareness. 
it blinds you. It, it, you don't notice. And this, of course, is the mode of awareness that we're very often in, in our verbal world. We're dealing with symbols and concepts in a safe space, in a room. Don't have to be aware. So we're always used to dealing and focusing on 5% that we're absorbed in or trying to make happen. And just to disconnect from that. Establish the foundation. Proper, open, timeless, direct, non-conceptual. These are epitomes of the Dhamma. the first thing uh, that to pick up which will probably come naturally is how am I what's important here am I safe, am I okay where's my references in this space, in this state where's the, where's the reference, where's the ground where's the hmm, what I have to be aware of we're just checking where's my base. You can notice over a good amount of mental movements happening, turbulences, thoughts, impressions, fluctuations, the mind is swiveling round. But behind all that, there's a kind of uh, a listening, you could call it, or a silence, because to listen you have to be silent. And there's a sense of presence. You're here. Sensitive. In a forest you have to be here. And sensitive. This means you have a body feeling a certain degree of... uh, presence which is a certain solidity to it a vibrancy it's tingly it's sensitive perhaps a certain warmth And maybe rhythm of breathing that you recognize as breathing, some tidal experience that's there. It's moving through you and it's kind of moderating the uh, t- 
tensions or the imbalances as it like a gentle internal massaging tide just keeping you present and steady not hyperactive not underactive it's a moderator it's keeping you on your toes but not anxious can you get any of that let it come let it happen let it come into recognition it's could say it's the behind all the circumstances that may be running through that something just wants to engage with or deal with or wrangle with or think about just pause on that one get the basic Meditation is primarily about establishing a framework and topics will happen by themselves, no problem. We want to establish the proper framework, that's our practice. Topics happen by themselves. Framework is this, because it's here. It's a natural mode when you are not particularly aiming at anything or engaged with anything. It's the default. It's a default that we may have lost touch with because we're normally so engaged with everything. As you let yourself rest, there's a certain restfulness in this alert, open state, because you're not pushing forward or trying to make anything happen. And what, of course, becomes more obvious, so obvious that you wonder why you never really noticed it, or commented, there's a knowing. You know, you know you're here. You know, you don't think you're here. You definitely are aware of it. And you're aware of how you're feeling. You're aware of the warmth or the coolness or the solidity or the regularity or irregularity of your breathing. You're aware of listening. You're aware of being attentive. It's been different from when one was busy talking, thinking, figuring something out. It's different, isn't it? You notice it's different. You're aware of that. How is that? 
sensing this quality of knowing which is not about forming a concept. Again, it's a default basic quality of mind, jitta. And uh, so these reference points, the sense of presence, which I will feel there are certain colorations of that, certain bodily tones to that, and the tonality of breathing, and the effects of that tide running through your embodiment. And there's the knowing. They support each other. Because the sense of presence helps one to not always be trying to create something. It's here. When our mind isn't creating so much, we notice this knowing quality. And now, encouragement is to have faith in this, in these two, awareness, presence, knowing and presence. Because our default will be to think it think about things, work things out, put things in boxes and packets and subtract and add, calculate and like and dislike and stop doing that as an exercise. following the teachings following what is of course in, in many ways again most obvious inclined towards what's for our well-being as distinct from what hurts and soils us stains us and makes us feel bad there is good there is bad there are skillful states and unskillful states. Um, right view. Very obvious. What supports skillful states? What is a skillful state right now? What does that mean in a felt sense? Comfortable? 
uh, absence of agitation. softer or gentler steady see how you and finding those qualities as in your body using your body to give you a more than just an idea of this state, sort of direct, tangible experience. What's it like to feel comfortable in your body? What helps that? What helps your tension to rest or relax? You follow the, follow the touch into that quality of breathing. There's something about a soft. Un- involuntary you have to do it, it happens because it's involuntary it's restful because it's rhythmic it's soothing mm-hmm. can you pick any of that up Begin just with noticing where the breathing out breath ends, that experience, where the movement for a moment goes into stillness and then picks up again into movement. Or the ending of an in-breath when the sweeping tide pauses and turns. A feeling of relief. It can occur as things breathe out. Feeling of refreshment that can occur as we feel this quality filling us up. This is and how is that? Don't go into it too far. Maintain that sense of broad awareness. Mm-hmm. 
and pick up what rolls in, just like you're picking up the breeze. You don't get all of it, you get some quality. And so your mind isn't leaning forward or trying to make something happen. You're receptive. Knowing. If it feels agreeable, it will increase by itself. This is why a skillful state is skillful. You receive it and step into it and it feels agreeable, it will increase by itself. Your mind will tend to linger in it by itself. You don't have to keep grasping it. Taking the opportunity to release or relax what you don't need. You don't need today, you don't need yesterday. You don't need tomorrow. Any of these will blind you, will obstruct you. They're conceptual, virtual, must come back to direct reality. Just doing this is a training. You're very disciplined in that. And the practice Dhamma, you must always come back to direct sense, the experience, however it is. The rest is just ideas.
Another piece, a very important foundational piece, heart. What does a skillful state mean in terms of heart? We use that idea, we, use that, we call, we ask what is beautiful, what is true, what feels right, what is honest, what is sacred. Now, how does that feel in the heart? Does it resonate these any terms? You might find a scramble of words, that's quite natural, but see if that will just settle down into a simple heart impression. And that you'll know that because if it does, it will hold you. It's actually something that you may evoke, but when it arrives, it really takes you, lifts you. You feel aligned to something, almost picked up by something, tuned in by something illuminated by something sacred true good the beautiful something rises this is the skillful Kalyana, beautiful, the admirable, the epithet of the Dhamma. Kalyana, beautiful, uplifting. Where's that for you? rather than just hold it as an idea really when you try to take the time to to let it ripen into a heart resonance that runs through you so you almost walk into it or bow into it or are received by it Mm. then you have a very good foundation 
working out karma. Mental problems, difficulties, hindrances, so forth. We have to establish this foundation. Otherwise, we just recycle the same old stuff. So in this way we're establishing samma, sati, or full, or fleshed out, or complete, right mindfulness. It is a very full uh, form. Mm-hmm. And it's filled with right view, right intention. Knowingness, grounded, present, it's uplifted.
then we might begin to inquire, investigate, is anything limiting, anything hampering my freedom or my happiness or my peace now? Without wishing to mm, do more than that, just to ask and let that come into this frame. Painful, agitated, sunken, discordant, frantic. Clenching, hungry, sad, pitiful, guilty, various dissonances that are very simple words that we all experience. Try to just feel the tonality of anything, any of those that arise, and like use this frame of reference to just hold them carefully. It's strangely sympathetic. judging or censoring or snapping out of it or justifying or blaming ourselves for experiencing it and holding it with samasati it seems to take over then you re-establish your foundation your out breath your presence, your knowingness, you step back, give it room, and don't think about it.
in training we are uh, checking out any degree of reactivity which can be the reaction to dismiss or to go into it or to proliferate around it uh, to get obsessed with it or of course to shut it off and even this mental behaviour you may notice as an indication just the beginning of feeling slightly tense by it or pressed or agitated a certain tension in your body occurs in your fingertips, in your skin in your belly right there if you can relax catch that and move against the tension or the agitation that's great Holding your dukkha like a monkey, very lively, reactive, catches you easily. Hold like a monkey too hard, and you get tense and and forceful. Too loose, it runs all over you. sympathy, presence, knowingness, awareness, breathing through, feeling, directly feeling what is felt.
things change, you learn a few things. Mm. About the mental tone, tight, flustered, slack, pressurized, or just right. It's even, balanced. Learn about bodily tone, half absent, dull, hyper, tense, or just right, just right. You learn about the problems you have, how when they're held carefully, They're also just, they're just tones, they're just energies. They're not really people or events, or yourself, or just energies and tones that are tangled, need to be held to allow to open out and release. Well, there's no set time for any of this. And if we're in the, in the forest, there's no set times. Returning back to this uh, 
era, coming back to time, respectfully closing the meditation. Settling back into the the room, pressure of the body sitting on the floor, whatever's in the mind now. And gently opening the sense doors sight, sound, whatever that carries. <clears throat>